Hey roomies, editing Bree here. Today's episode contains subject matter that may be triggering for some individuals. In speaking about body positivity, we do hint at or make mention of EDs because they too are an important piece of the conversation. While we welcome everyone to respectfully be part of the conversation, we absolutely understand if you're more comfortable skipping this week's episode. Your mental health and comfort is far more important. You are always welcome here. Hope to see you next week. Listener's discretion is advised. Excited to have you. Yes. It's been a little while for us. Only a week for you guys. <laughs> it's all that behind the scenes work that makes it seem so seamless. But really, we haven't seen this equipment since what, April? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a little while, but so excited to be back and recording again. This is the really fun part. And also so excited just at the response we've been getting so far. We really appreciate you guys. Literally every little thing we get, we're sending to each other. You've also made our ego so big. (laughs) (laughs) So if you see me walking around like I'm the shit, it's because of you. (laughs) But in truth, we have been so happy. We didn't know what to expect and everything's just been so well received so far. And we couldn't be happier with that. And it's really given us the confidence to keep going because we're also feeling like we're helping too. That's been the best part to know, which is literally... (laughs) the whole point of this yeah that's what we started it for we want to help you guys out and in case this is your first time joining us and you don't know what we're talking about or don't know who we are i'm brie and i'm abby and we're your rent-free roommates (laughs) so welcome thanks for coming and if you are new what that means is we are here to celebrate you be your shoulder to cry on be your roommate event to all from the comfort of your home yeah no matter how you found us maybe it was from a friend because hopefully all of our roomies are sharing and commenting Mm -hmm. and subscribing and all that great stuff and rating because it really (laughs) helps us out (laughs) we're not asking much you can literally all do it from your like your bed still (laughs) as soon as you're done if you really before you tell us how great we're doing do that also online via comment or subscription or rating Or you can find us on Facebook, too. <laughs> yeah, let's hang out. We do have social media, too, in case anybody hasn't subscribed to any of that stuff yet. You can find us on Instagram. We're definitely most active on uh, Instagram and Facebook. I did make a Twitter, but I hate Twitter. <laughs> so I need to get on that. Twitter's um, a... I love Twitter. Uh, it's so much fun. That's the one app I'll never delete. I'll let you take that over. Yes, I'll die on that hill. <laughs> It brings me so much joy. Oh my god! If you hear me laughing, I'm pro- I'm probably looking at my own retweets. To be honest with you, <laughs> again, we're very humble and modest. <laughs> I'm over here just like God. She's so funny. Things she thinks are. Gosh, it has been so long. But how have you been since we last recorded? Oh my God. When we have been listening back to the episodes, guys, I told Brie, I was like, I feel like I start every episode talking about my week. Like, man, 
this week really got to me. And I'm just like, do I have good weeks? <laughs> but, but you guys want to know. And I tried so damn hard. But even this week, I had a dream, you guys, that felt so real that somebody who I hadn't seen since high school shot me up with a drug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember that? And it was, <laughs> I, I, they shot me up with meth in my knee. Jesus Christ. And I, in my knee of all places. And just like without my consent, I had no idea it was happening. And it felt so real that I woke up and I, <sighs> I thought I did meth that night. And I was so disappointed in myself, too, when I woke up. I was like, why would I do that? Like, I'm not even in the slightest bit. I was so ashamed. And then I was like, oh, my God, that was a dream. Thank (laughs) the Lord. So, like, really, it couldn't have gotten much worse than that. Because for a solid, like, 15 minutes, I was like, why am I doing meth? (laughs) So it's everything's been going great since then, since I realized I'm, in fact, not doing meth. Yeah. (laughs) It's just a very scary dream. (laughs) Nowhere to go but up from there. Yeah, you're weak really can't get better (laughs) um so i'm just grateful that i'm not doing meth (laughs) that's a great message i am also very happy you're not doing meth. (laughs) it'd make our living situation fairly awkward i i would have to say i mean glad that it it didn't happen by accident and that it's not happening on purpose (laughs) shocking that like i didn't even get to make the choice yeah that's the part that i was like what the (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I knew that it was somebody that you knew in the dream. That was the craziest part, too. Like, I, I one, never even had a relationship with a kid, just, like, saw him, and every now and then we'd talk in life. Oh, my God, that's even scarier. Yeah, so I'm just like, hey. Good so you're to- like, could be. Who knows? Maybe he's doing no, that. <laughs> actually, he, in fact, would be. The thing is, is he would be someone that would do that. That's <gasps> the thing. So I, I think my brain was just like, who might do this to you? <laughs> and they were like, do you remember this guy? He would. Sorry to this man, whoever this man. Sorry to this man, but stay away from me because I think you have bad vibes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go for that. But what about you? How is your week? My week's been getting better. Actually, just last night, I got to go to my first corporate office it's party. The, I, feel even, I felt weird last night even hearing you say corporate because I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, we're corporate. I was like, oh, wow, this is my first office party. So weird. One is seeing everybody's height. Yeah. For the first time, because I have all these assumptions of people, and then I learned that they're so much taller or so much shorter than or they have a were. weird like body ratio. <laughs> <laughs> or like my one coworker, and she said that she got this comment a lot last night. We all just assumed her hair was shorter than it actually is. It's actually so long, but just, just nothing exists below the shoulders. So I just thought it was shoulder oh. length. <laughs> yeah. But wow, last night was wild and i don't know that all the office parties are this way but we started with a speech champagne toast and a shot of jameson see that's my kind of party (laughs) i love jameson that's my go-to shot we left the office and went to our dinner location we went to athena and had dinner there was like belly dancers there was people with trays with drinks like as we were walking in and it was open bar the whole time. And we were taking trolleys to all of these locations and there was coolers on all of the trolleys with more free drinks. I'm very <laughs> jealous of you right now. The, you guys should see the look I'm giving her because I don't get any of that. <laughs> and then our third location, as we were walking into this location, there was bagpipers. Like... Oh yeah, lining the you did stairs. Tell me about that. The, <laughs> it's so random. Did you? You're getting a lot of uh, different experiences. Yeah, a lot of belly culture. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> 
but like the night was full of culture just wild like seeing my supervisor skipping into the second location because by that time we're all quite a few drinks in and just seeing different sides of everybody I was love seeing corporate people wild. drink though I there's know. something about it I'm like you're a feral animal David <laughs> marketing that's so nice to know did you do a shot of Malort no actually nobody had it no. I did do an ice luge though Yes, you said that. <laughs> you said that. I did an ice luge, and they only the only two options were vodka and tequila. So I wasn't did really you do vodka. Yeah. Good. Oh my god. I tequila. was not about to do tequila. I cannot. Oh. Oh yeah, I'd throw up right there. Mm-hmm. Right then and there. It was booze. Yeah. That was your night and culture. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mostly booze. In the most like scratch the surface kind of way. But it was so nice to hang out with. Yeah. I really people you don't get to see. Yeah. And I really stuck around two specific work friends, uh, co-workers. <laughs> and and it was absolutely lovely just like getting to know these two girls more and more in depth than just seeing them on a Zoom call like thirty I feel minutes like ago. They also are what make or begin to make work really enjoyable too. Yeah, lots of uh, commiserating about trying to dress ourselves and body size and stuff like that. And it was so refreshing just to have people that get it. (laughs) Oh, of course, every time to be seen or just to know people have the same maybe experiences you and can provide some sort of, or just, yeah, knowing the commiserating there of being like, Thank God I'm not the only one that feels this way, has had this happen to me. But I feel like that's also a really good segue into what we want to talk about this week as well. Yeah. We can provide a lot of good insight on because... I think so. Maybe we can't solve all the problems, but make you feel seen, heard, not alone. Yeah. That's a reminder to everybody out there that if you ever want to write in just to talk or maybe just like I said feel seen because you never know who's maybe having the same struggles which Bree's obviously come to find out with coworkers. so again mm-hmm. we're here to listen for you as well so you can always email us whenever you'd like to talk at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com let's get into it here we go getting body shamed both ways. I've been fat shamed before. It honestly doesn't bother me that much anymore. However, as of recently, I've been shamed for not being fat enough. I sit in the low 200s between 14 and 16, and I have a family member who is much larger. We've been hanging out lately, and she's used the term skinny bitch on me a couple times and used the must-be-nice phrase on me. It's becoming noticeable how much it happens. I'm having a hard time with the fact that because my body is different, I'm worthy of disrespect. I intend on confronting her when I see her this weekend. Does anyone else experience this? I thought we were supposed to support each other. True. (laughs) Gosh. You know, and it's always disappointing when it comes from a family member as well. Yeah. That's... Just because that's supposed to be a safe environment. Right. At least, like, I mean, one would think, you know, your family, you're not going to do anything to say or hurt me. But, and it's disappointing because you know that that's coming from a place of their insecurity as well. And I just, my whole perspective on that is 
you body shaming that person isn't going to make you skinnier or make that weight or that insecurity that you have go away. So what good is it doing by putting more negative energy out there? It's just, that's the disappointing part to me in all of that because now you've just made someone else feel the way you do and you already know how terrible that feeling is. So just to knowingly try and put that on somebody else is really upsetting to hear, especially that it's somebody who's your family. Yeah, that's exactly it. That you would hope, you know, in a perfect world, your family is your safe space and that's who you shouldn't be getting judged by. But yeah, that's got to hurt twice as much coming from a family member because from some person off the street like it's gonna hurt sometimes still like it might kind of sting a little bit if you ever heard anything but you don't know that person so who the fuck cares right but from family members that sucks oh yeah because you have to see them too and then you begin to associate those negative feelings with that family member so then when you know that you're seeing them it just becomes this automatic feeling of stress anxiety what are they going to say to me you become so self-aware and so self-conscious because it's just a domino effect from there like they're their intended purpose is working. They're making you feel like shit. I'm happy that you're going to make the leap and confront them because I think it's really important for people to know how permanent words can be. Like there are things Mm -hmm. from my childhood that have been said to me or casual things that people have said to me that they would think are so nonchalant. And for all she knows, she could be thinking that she's giving you a compliment by calling you a skinny bitch. But it's like in your mind, that's obviously something that's hurting you and making you feel disconnected from them. So I, I'm really applauding <laughs> you for being able to make the confrontation because that's got to be awkward. Nobody and nobody who wants oh, to hear yeah, who they're already, you can tell, are feeling insecure. They don't want to be called out on their bullshit, too. No, it, that's <laughs> nice of you to hope that either of these are meant with like as a compliment but i feel like you don't think skinny so? bitch well, well maybe I, skinny bitch yeah. in itself but the fact that she keeps saying must be nice yes i did forget about that you are correct she's just projecting her own insecurities on herself if anything backhand complimenting and being like oh must be nice because she sees you as smaller and she's envious of that or she, and she has her own insecurities, which doesn't make any of this okay. Right. I but, can understand where someone's coming from, but it doesn't make their actions correct because right. she still doesn't know what struggles you have. Exactly. If anything, she kind of understands the struggles you have because you both know that you're curvy girls and plus size people. And so you both know the judgment that you get from other people. So why the hell? It's exactly like she said in the, at the end of the post, I thought we were supposed to support each other. Exactly. Yeah. We should be. And I will, (laughs) my toxic trait is, (laughs) I think I've told you this before. I feel betrayed when celebrities that I formerly like really associated with because they are, they just felt like a plus size icon or Mm -hmm. they were very comfortable in their size and then suddenly they drop a ton of weight i feel so betrayed by that (laughs) because it felt like somebody that i could relate to and now i do have that envy where like the same thing with this sister of you know being like oh you you know they have their former they lost their weight for a reason and i do always (laughs) address that as well i'm like I'm happy for you that you've probably feel better now. (laughs) 
does it feel like you've lost like an ally or something yeah well maybe i mean yeah but i i think that goes along the lines of you know they can shed hopefully with their platform they can speak better truth i was once this so i would like to continue to advocate speak on things that are being aren't being addressed so i think there's it's always only in the beginning (laughs) you're right no they still because you still carry all of that even if you drop a ton of weight oh yeah that doesn't it's not like an overnight you forget everything that's been said to you and it's also i feel like a night and day of how people begin to treat you and i think that would maybe even hurt me more yeah that's like now i'm worthy of your love and attention and can be right. all beautiful yeah when I have been thinner than I am now where mm-hmm. right now I'm at the biggest I've ever been and I just keep besting myself in that but I've said that many a times it's and just I've, crazy because I still don't ever see it you say it but <laughs> I, I literally I'm just always like I appreciate you for that I don't say much like I'm a different like but you look fine even within you know the the weight difference from now to formerly my in adulthood smallest was which was probably our first my first year in the city because I was doing like a boot camp and stuff and I had dropped a ton of weight because of my surgery my uh it's not a weight loss surgery I, it was not a healthy way to le- lose weight believe me it was because of my tonsillectomy <laughs> but I wasn't <laughs> eating anything for two weeks yeah, so of yeah. course yeah you've dropped 20 pounds it was crazy but I noticed a difference I I now still notice a difference in how people treated me then and how people treat me now. And it's not like I was like skinny by societal standards by any means. I was still a plus size person. Yeah. But even that difference, I've noticed a huge change in how people treat me. So it definitely you still you still carry it. You still carry all of those insecurities and if even like you said it's pointed out to you more by the difference in how people are treating you. Because people feel like they can like talk about it to you as well. I told you, like I was telling, and I have always been pretty okay with what my weight is, but I go to the gym a lot more just for mental health reasons in the beginning. Cause I, I was like, you know, let me keep my mind and body active. And so I ended up, I wouldn't even, I don't even think I've lost the weight. I think I've just tightened up, but I guess I have as well. But somebody recently hugged me and was like, Oh, I can fit my arms around you. You are so tiny. How did you do it? How did you do it? Or like, you just look so great. And I'm just like, I always thought I looked fine beforehand too. You absolutely uh, yeah this was just kind of the result of the work I'd been putting in which is great to hear but it was so backhanded it made me feel like geez did I not look okay beforehand and that's what I'm like I can only imagine what people who are bigger than me must have to hear too especially losing the weight like I'm sure how you feel like why do you feel like you can even comment on my body if I've lost the weight that exactly is drawing more attention to me and you're telling me like I was not okay with who I used to be right And I guarantee you there was never a time where any person couldn't fit their arms around you unless they were like a tiny baby (laughs) (laughs) because you, you always have had like you, I love your shape and I I always, Abby and our other roommate, I talk about their asses all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Love their asses, love their tits. They're great. They have, they're, the, we're, all three of us are curvy women in different ways and we're all beautiful and I love both of them for that. And, but just 
there's never in a million years were you ever any shape where somebody couldn't fit their arms around you. That's so fucked up. Even if somebody couldn't, like, don't fucking bring attention like, to that. Why would you say that yeah. in general? Like, but like, also, how do you know that this weight loss wasn't triggered by something that someone had said to me as well? Exactly. So, so you have no idea what that comment could have done for me or could right. have just been solidifying why I go to the gym because people, I need to be small so people think I'm worthy and this. Right. It's just... Weight loss isn't always a good thing. It's not always 100%. done in a healthy way. People can have an eating disorder at any weight. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter how somebody looks. You don't know what's lying underneath. You can just be like, you know, you're looking like you look radiant or you're, mm-hmm. there's so many ways to say it too but especially in the way this person's talking to you it doesn't seem like it's coming from a positive place and that's the frustrating part too is society is so unaccepting of bigger people and I can't for the life of me figure out why well actually I'm sure we know why it's because they themselves are afraid of ever getting that big and feeling like they wouldn't be loved because of how they see people get treated but it's because you feed into that like yeah. I'm especially with I mean we bring it up it's easy but Lizzo oh yeah when you do love yourself people get more pissed off at you and they're like you shouldn't be wearing that like this is like a fit like the prime example is Rihanna and Lizzo when they both wore sheer outfits and Mm -hmm. Rihanna was met with like praise like a goddess she's gorgeous she's beautiful and Lizzo was told to cover up and was Mm -hmm. told like it's unhealthy what she's promoting what self-love mm-hmm. you also don't know if it's easy for her to lose weight and what she eats in a day like some people just carry it and that girl works her ass off like hello, she yeah. can move Have like no other her on a stage so please don't tell me the woman isn't working right she's some people just have that body and that genetic makeup too where it's just not as easy like think about how fast men lose weight compared to women in general oh yeah it's it's uh, that's infuriating and that's because nobody's put in enough time to figure out how women's bodies actually work right like just do more research instead of just putting out so much hatred and making them do the work it's like let's just find everybody worthy and try and figure out something that works for them because it's not one size fits all mm-hmm. especially with the doctor and diet restrictions and all of this like you don't know they could be on a medication that's making them gain weight. A right. lot of stuff does that too. They could have just gotten out of like a surgery that prevented them from doing that. You don't know. So you don't get to comment. Yeah. And there's still so many people getting met with judgment and doubt from doctors, from trained physicians and just being told to lose weight, to eat better and lose weight. And it's they just don't, easy. they like don't just... even put the work in to find the underlying cause. Cause it could be a million different it things. It absolutely could be. And that's so infuriating and so frustrating. If anything, I hope that we can let you know that, you know, although it's a family member, you do have people who know that even at 220 pounds, life may not be as easy as that person is making it seem for you. Because I know that there's still a lot of struggles, even at that size too. It's not like your problems have gone away. They've maybe gotten slightly easier in comparison to her, but like you guys are still fighting the same battle at the same time, which is the disappointing part too. It's like, she didn't lose you. You're still there with her. Like, and I wish that that person could see that too speak your truth definitely you know have this conversation with your sister and because you guys should be able to relate in some ways hopefully that's where it can end where this conversation can end and that you see that you can support each other but also definitely let her know that you're she's hurting you with these comments and that 
you don't appreciate that and that you don't deserve that and that you're not doing it to her. So why, why is it coming at you? And hopefully it'll also open up for her some of the reasoning that maybe she doesn't even realize why she's doing it. Maybe it'll kind of bring to the forefront of her thoughts of what she's kind of dealing with and why it is that she's projecting this on you. And so hopefully that'll help her learn why she shouldn't be doing this to you because now she's just projecting her own insecurities onto you with these comments and you're already struggling that was similar to her. So don't put even more weight on your shoulders because she's insecure about this or that, you know? I agree with that because I still feel like even people who just because you're a little bit bigger or smaller feel like they can say certain things we don't need to have the same body weight to have the same issue as well you're making somebody responsible for your emotions by being like wish i could be that way or you should just be happy that you are this like Mm -hmm. so i mean we applaud you for being able to have that tough conversation because it's not easy it's not easy to have it with a family member but i mean clearly they need to be educated it's as simple as that is they are coming from a place where they feel the rejection and Mm -hmm. instead of trying to be a part of the change they are just perpetuating what's already out there so you're never gonna see the response you want from the world if you're also putting that projection and negativity into it because I'm sure a lot of your anger in calling this person skinny bitch or it must be nice is the fact that you have been treated with so much resentment because of that but Mm -hmm. what are you doing except perpetuating the same treatment you get you're like you're not stopping stopping the ripple from happening you're being a part of what you don't want to happen to you right you're just becoming part of the problem we have to like you said we have to stop commenting on people's bodies just as a whole and i think maybe because you know that your sister has similar struggles to you maybe you can start this conversation with, I really don't appreciate these comments and this hurts me when you say this. What's going on with you? Like you can kind of also turn it back on her Mm -hmm. because like I said, clearly there's something bugging her that she's projecting onto you. So kind of take this as a moment to maybe check in with her, be like, what's going on? Because you've been making these comments to me and it's really not fun to hear and especially from my sister I don't want to hear those things I know that we're both struggling with this so what can I help you with because this is it really hurts me when you say these things so what's going on because clearly there's something really bugging you I think that's a great way to approach the situation and great advice to give, to be honest, because I think it opens the conversation to be more receptive rather than defensive I think it's it nothing ever has to be confrontational But yeah, this person unintentionally just made you feel bad. So don't worry if you're making somebody else feel bad by speaking your truth. You should just talk about how you feel, how how somebody's words made you feel. And if they're uncomfortable by that, then they'll learn from it, hopefully. And also maybe it's not somebody you need in your life while you're going through this journey as well. I think that's also something we need to get better at is we might not get people always to see our point of view and we also have to be okay with that and learn to not need their acceptance. You totally have the right mindset. So, you know, even use use that last line of this 
this email with your sister, the I thought we were all supposed to be supporting each other. 100%. Because hopefully that'll be eye-opening to her too. I hope so. I hope that at the very least w- wakes her up and realizes because I, that's the same thing with like Brie and I. We're two totally different spectrums of sizes and it's not like one harbors resentment over the other because again, Brie knows that like just because I'm smaller than her doesn't mean my life hasn't been any easier right. with finding clothing. We both have talked about like people do not accommodate short curvy women well no they really see like a short woman and think she's gonna be a size zero when in reality i'm like i'm personally i'm a size like five which i i'm very happy at i like that size i love being a curvier woman but anyway yeah it's not like brie harbors resentment towards me for being smaller than her because i've shared my own personal struggles with her about how shopping is a lot of times nightmare for me because up until a couple years ago as well i used to be very busty and i had a surgery that was available to me to make my breasts smaller but before that it was even more difficult to find clothing for me because I had such a contradictory body to my height and Mm -hmm. society had nothing for me. It was a nightmare. I hated it. And I felt so uncomfortable in my body, but somebody would hear my weight and be like, what are you upset about? And it's, it's, uh, yeah, my weight may read differently on the scale, but that doesn't mean we don't have struggles. That doesn't mean somebody who's 90 pounds doesn't have their own personal struggles. And I wish people understood that too. Is that just because someone's smaller, bigger, doesn't mean they don't have their own fair share of criticism. And if we all just understood that, I think there would be a much healthier conversation about weight. Yeah. But yeah, all the best to you with this conversation. I hope it goes well. And if you are interested, we would love to hear an update after the conversation. You can email us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. But let's move on to our next one. compliments and how to deal. For backstory, I, 21, work in an office of only women aged 19 to 24. Some of them are major gym sharks and others just like to mention how they want to lose weight. It never really bothers me too much, but they brought me into the discourse today. Don't get me wrong. I'm fat, larger than life, no way around it, fat. And I have been on a long journey to accept that and love my body, but I do still have a curvy figure. My hips, about double my waist size, huge thighs, but smaller calves, F cup, all that. So today, I called my coworker pretty, and she said, I used to be, but not anymore. I'm fat now. Granted, she has gained a a considerable amount of weight, having birthed two children in less than two years, but she's still gorgeous, obviously. Anyways, that comment really got to me, and I blabbered out that she and the other girls needed to stop talking like that because it hurts me. Specifically, I said... It's hard to hear all of you constantly talk about how looking like me is your biggest fear. We got into a long discussion about it, but ultimately she said, well, I wouldn't mind being fat if I was your kind of fat, referring to my figure. I didn't and still don't know how to feel about that. I am not a trophy fat or one of the lucky ones. I still deal with the same fat phobia. My fatness is just ignored more when it's convenient to straight-sized or slightly overweight people. This isn't the first time this has happened. 
I've been told I'm quote unquote hot for a fat girl or that my weight doesn't count if it's in the right places. I just don't know how to react to it all. I want to be able to use my slight privilege to educate people on why that's still fucked up and that literally no matter what figure or shape or health looks like on any other fat person, it's no one's business and fat people don't owe the world athletic or easy on the eyes. I just want to be normal and not have to constantly listen to the girls shit on me and others like me and get away with it. Sorry, long rant over. (laughs) I love this email. I just need to like sit with it for a second because it's really frustrating to hear that even after that conversation with your coworkers, it seems like they're still missing the point a little bit. Yeah. And I just need to marinate with the fact that... Uh, that's just like what we were talking about with the last read too of how people mean these things to be such a compliment of if I looked like you or no you look great because it's like all here you're still saying it's same thing different font yeah stop it it's not any better to hear and I hate that yeah because people used to say that too when I had my larger breasts and afterwards Mm. when I got them reduced people were like you know we knew you weren't big but it's like your boobs made that with the way they pushed out your shirts it looked like you had you know like a belly but like everybody knew you were small it was just that and it's like how does that help me Right. I'm not feeling any better that you guys are all looking at me and being like, you're big, you're big. Because it's rude. And it's rude. And it didn't feel good to hear after either because I already had insecurities and still do after. And as do you. Like, how are we (laughs) supposed to feel any better? Like, how are you supposed to feel better that, like, no, like, I want to be your level of fat because I still think that's beautiful. It's the same conversation of people saying that your weight is somehow equivalent to how you should be treated or viewed in this society. And that's the toxic part because oh my god Brie just the conversations you and I have had to where like you've been upset and I not that like I'm over here like you're beautiful Brie knows she's beautiful but like with the way people have treated her and made her feel she's had to like second guess that and it's so frustrating to see because you know because my mindset doesn't speak for everybody's and it's like I see a beautiful person there's a lot of things about Brie that I wish I had and x y and z but because somewhere like I said someone down the line was like weight equals beauty she has to like question that and so do you and like so do the women you're working with because that's the unfortunate thing too like this woman has birthed two children something that fucking a man could never (laughs) (laughs) sorry to just bring that into it but I'm sure they're part of the conversation of why you feel the way you do too but like you gave you created two human lives girl your body did that right how dare anybody make you feel like you are less this body let you do that yeah and that's the frustrating part is instead of being like yeah like this is the body that made my child our children my children and helped support them give them like sustainable life into this world and instead you're thinking oh i'm so big i'm not beautiful right and that makes me sad and people really don't realize because we are so in our own heads and so just distracted and obsessed with our own insecurities that we don't realize how talking about our insecurities is potentially making somebody else feel. Yeah. Because I I hate hearing that shit too when, you know, people who are smaller than you are like, I'm so fat. And I'm like, 
if you think you're fat, what the fuck do you think about me? You know, I I love the way that she put this, that the writer put this. It's hard to hear all of you constantly talk about how looking like me is your biggest fear. Yeah. They have said, God knows what, about being afraid of looking any type of way or, and probably sometimes even saying numbers, putting numbers out there. Nobody knows how just looking at a person, how much they weigh. Yeah. And unfortunately that has been made to be such a thing that we need to be embarrassed about. Yeah. That's all I see is all Mm -hmm. of my insecurities and all of my weight and everywhere where I've gained and everything that I hate. You know, I still am struggling with all of those thoughts constantly, but people just don't realize that even in talking about yourself, you really can be hurting somebody else. So like not only do we need to stop commenting on other people's weight stop beating yourself up and saying it like out loud and you know hating this or that about your body because somebody could see you or probably is seeing you and being like I don't think that why do you think that and then are starting to internalize it because that's just what we all do the other thing I love about this email too is that it (laughs) keeps me in check too because I know the first time I read it I had a little bit of that moment where I was like oof I know that I do that in my head I know that I see plus size models and things like that and wish that I had their body, wish that I had, you know, their curves. I'm always talking about how I wish I had an ass. Right. (laughs) And even to myself, you know, when I'm trying clothes on and stuff like that, and I just don't fill it out in the right places. I have that thought constantly too, where I'm like, if I just had an ass, I wouldn't hate myself for being, you know, as big as I am. Or if I just had more hips and a bigger ass, I wouldn't, I, if I just had this or that wanting to just like, just nitpicking and, you know, imagining these little things about myself, if I just didn't have that, or if I did have this, I wouldn't hate this about me so much. And I know that I need to stop having those thoughts. That's something I'm working on, but we also need to stop thinking the grass is always greener yeah. because like we've been saying this whole time it doesn't matter what somebody looks like we're all struggling yeah. you know it, because society has made how we look and what we weigh such a standard and you know and it's such a small group of who's right because I don't like that in, at the end of this email, she says, I want to be normal. Girl, you are you normal. You are normal. Yeah. If anything, you're better because you have ma- like made that journey and you are loving yourself and you're trying to teach people. Yeah. Like you are doing great. And I, I love the energy of this email. And I feel like I could talk to this girl forever. <laughs> That's real life representation. You know, we were so- talking about how celebrities are representation but this is real life representation. We all need friends like this who have this confidence and can lift us up and, you know, support each other. Because that's some of my growth is that I have found friends and have friends who just love their body and just just love themselves. It doesn't even have to be about their body. They're just loving themselves and the confidence they exude is so inspiring and has made me second guess my insecurities and be like, it's fine. Like I look at them and I see them and I'm like, God, they look so damn good. And while I could be sitting there trying to maybe wear the same thing and be like, oh, I hate this and I hate this and just nitpicking again in the mirror such a bad thing to do. (laughs) But just having anybody in your life that shows that confidence and love for themselves 
is so important and just can it can infect people so much in such a positive way. And actually, I guess also to speak to representation, mm-hmm. I think that's maybe where <laughs> where my feel of betrayal comes from is that I love having that representation. So then when they lose weight, when it's a celebrity and stuff like that, when they lose weight, it feels like, well, now what are you like? It's like, well, you were this representation to love yourself. So now what are people thinking now that you've lo- that you've lost all this weight? And so it's almost like we need to be careful of how we talk about those people or how media talks about those people that lost weight. Cause it's the same as what we were saying before. Like don't encourage beauty equals skinny. Mm-hmm. Cause now it's like, does it look like you lost all that weight because of insecurity? Like is it's almost like I worry that them losing weight is reiterating now they're pretty before they weren't. Look, they wanted to lose all that. And everybody weight. wants to know why, too. Yeah. It's like maybe there's not a fucking reason. Maybe one day I just finally was able to get a solid gym routine down and I liked right. it and it worked out. Or maybe I finally maybe I've always been working out and I finally just found something that attacks like that does its actual job. You don't know. Or like, maybe it's the fact that maybe they've tried to do that a million times, but now they have the money to do it. Because yeah, you, you know what? No idea. Being skinny. <laughs> losing a ton of weight is fucking expensive yeah and you have no idea what goes in i um gosh why am i gonna blank on his name of course i am but mac from it's always sunny in philadelphia this is what oh, i love yeah, yeah. about him so he got really fat at one point to be um, for one of the seasons because he thought it would be funny and then he got really ripped and into shape and there's a video of him where everyone's like how'd you do it and he goes it's really simple anybody can do it and then he just ends up laying out all these ridiculous regimens that he puts his body through and how he has access to them because of his wealth and his status in this world but and that's what he's saying he's making jokes is that it's not as easy as it seems so please don't act like uh, fat people are just not putting in the work because you have no idea. Like Rob said, he's like, you just have to work out two times a day, have insane access to top nutritionists. <laughs> he's like, anybody can do it. Just get your fucking ass up and get to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like nobody uh, wants to work out anymore. Oh, it's so true. Oh, it makes me so mad. <laughs> In any context, even when it's just a but no, joke. And the, the, the thing I love about your write-in to us is that the way you're trying to educate these women is you're saying, you know, you guys are really shitting on my weight, but I don't see a problem with my weight, nor should you. And it's upsetting mm-hmm. because I see myself in this entirely different light. But then when I hear how you speak on me or speak of somebody who falls within that category, it's disheartening because you yourself don't see yourself that way. And that's the part where I'm like, no, you're normal, baby. Like, you see yourself how I want people to see themselves. So it's like, I may have this there, this there, and don't have this here, but I still like who I am. I'm beautiful. And it's upsetting that those women just don't have the environment that they're in. I'm hoping that your conversation can maybe at the very least make them more mindful of the words that they choose and how they speak. Just because you're unhappy doesn't mean somebody else is. So please understand that the way you say that could be making somebody who was feeling great in their body unnecessarily feel insecure mm-hmm. because of how you feel. That's just the thing is projection is a motherfucker. <laughs> and it's got so much power behind it too because misery loves company. People really think they're saying something when they say, say stuff like you're hot for a fat girl and things like that. Like I had the last guy I went on um, you know, a handful of dates with. It <laughs> Our last date was because the conversation at some point he said, 
I'm glad. He was talking about what his type used to look like. And basically he would just talk about how thin all the girls he usually went for. And he said, I'm so glad I started dating girls like you. I remember that. Though. I was like, I'm glad you're proud of yourself too, I guess. Like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Don't make somebody else feel like shit because you do. That's not how you create an environment of change as well. Right. You know, you could come into work, these women, and realize that they have a woman who sees herself beautiful. And, you know, you're yourself. You're beautiful, too. Just because the words that you chose are bad, I still don't think that. I'm sure you look great the way you do. To the woman who was speaking ill, who had the two. Like, just think about that, too. Like, literally, again, you created two lives on two separate occasions like that's insane your body went through so fucking much it It deserves to look however the hell it wants your body you bitch yeah i'm not giving like you gave birth you did one of the hardest things in the world look however you need to because until somebody else has done that as well yeah suck it that's also such a fucking toxic thing that media does yeah like emphasizing how how fast they lost it yeah need to fuck off you don't need to oh my god yeah and their body changed because they were grow like they were growing life inside of them your body literally has to change and adapt to that oh my god so that's the upsetting part too is that i feel like this this woman is also forgetting that she did something incredibly magical right that a lot of women would also kill to be in her shoes and be able to have had that experience so also understand that i think it's just important for you to know that you are normal no matter what size you're at and you're allowed to feel beautiful no matter what size you're at Mm -hmm. and the definition of beautiful is so vague you're beautiful because you're happy just put more emphasis on happiness and enjoying life than in what you look like and i should i can eat my own words like that i just like i need to take my own advice i mean it's 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 easier said than done yes but at the end of the day everybody's there's going to be an opinion no matter what you do in this world and that's what i love about brie saying is choose the like try and find and choose the happiness when you can because if we prevented ourselves from doing anything or being anything because of fear of what people had to say. Nothing would get accomplished in this world. Yeah, that's not a way to live. It's not. But it's just it just goes back to like our main theme here is weight is a very vague topic. It can mean so many different things to so many different people. It can mean you're this weight because of an underlying medical condition or a past eating disorder, whether you're big or small. Or you have no idea of this person's journey. So I just feel like it's one of those topics that because there's so much that goes into it just really shouldn't be spoken of. And it, it sounds so much. It really is, in my eyes, something that can be so simple. But we as a society have made it so complicated because of industries and what we've deemed a societal norm of pretty. Mm-hmm. Because in reality, it's like. Of course, everybody's going to look different. Medically speaking, uh, the, you know, uh, genetically speaking, even never nobody has the same makeup. It's going to be different. So it's just comical that it really should be that simple. But we've made it so complicated. But I think the way that you're handling it is also with so much class. Like, Mm -hmm. I just love that you call people on their bullshit with it. But in a way where I'm like, yes, girl you're bringing that conversation you're not like you're holding them accountable for their words explaining how it makes you feel you're doing everything right and i hope that you're still 
aware that you are 100% normal. You're beautiful at any size. Every single person is. And I hope that the people that you work with, the more you continue, I hope you don't lose that fire to keep bringing up the conversation and holding them accountable too, because they're going to eventually those words are going to start to have power too. I mean, is they're going to come into an environment where they're like, I know that I'm going to be talking to somebody who doesn't think that what I'm saying about myself is true Mm -hmm. or positive. And hopefully it's going to start at the very least, they're going to stop wanting to talk about it at work. So who knows what kind of ripple effect that can create in the long run too. So, and call them out on their shit. Like the way that she turned down, you called her, you said she looked beautiful and she, retorted back with something negative and was just shooting down your compliment call her out on that too because abby has done that to me negative self-talk <laughs> and there was one night i was having a real bad night and i she i didn't even realize that every time she gave me a compliment i had just like wouldn't take the compliment and she called me out on it and she was like you have turned down every compliment i have given you tonight and i was like oh yeah. I'm so big on the way we talk to ourselves too, because it, it, it's who do you spend the most time with yourself? So who needs to matter the most? It's you. It's not about other people and it's not about how they view you. It's all about how you view you. And the only way you can do that is to create that positive self-talk as well, which is what you've already have. Please continue that. Keeping you love this writer, love this email. If you have anything else that comes up, email us, please. We would love to hear from you again. And especially if you hear, if things start to change and you see a difference with some of your coworkers, I hope that's what happens. And if it does, definitely let us know. But even if it doesn't, come vent to us more because yeah, or <laughs> I see you girl I hear you yeah let us know how you're feeling you're na- how you're navigating as well love some updates on your day-to-day and how the way you've been carrying yourself if that's been able to be a positive impact for your coworkers. yeah thank you so much for writing in yes it was a great topic to discuss mm-hmm. compare I think it was a good transition from the last one too yeah we're all just hearing each other out. <laughs> We're all commiserating together, but also hopefully just trying to cheer each other on too and just and know remind that we're all each other. beautiful. Yes. Cause we are, it's not bullshit. No, <laughs> it's really thing too, not. Is say it and believe it. I truly do. That is the thing is it's a lot of work. I love that. We look different Two very different people, but I still think we're beautiful. We are. And so are you. I believe that sometimes. <laughs> I'm working on that. That's all we can ask for is just keep working on it. (laughs) But I'm beautiful. You're beautiful. Our listeners are beautiful. And the ones that don't feel beautiful, please know that you are. And I hope that you're able to get there. Yeah. Thank you again to everybody who has written in. We appreciate you guys. And like we said before, write us. Yeah. If you have anything to say. Do you guys want me to tell you one more time? Please do. All right. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can write to us at rentfreeroommates at gmail.com. And if you've already written and you want to pass us along to other people, feel free to do so on all of our platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, every fucking platform that you can think of to listen to us on. Yeah. Are you on Apple Music yet, though? Is that still working on that. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> that's the struggle. It's, Yeah. Of course, Apple. But you can find us literally everywhere else. Yeah, we've expanded where we're available now, so you can check us out virtually anywhere you can find podcasts. Pretty much. Yeah. Thank you guys again. Can't thank you enough. Please come back. Subscribe. Share us. 
Yes. Rate us. <laughs> comment. It all helps us out. Yeah. Or if you just want, like I said, if you want to make our egos bigger than how they already are after all the feedback we've heard, feel free to do that too. I'll never say no to a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) But more importantly, we just love being able to talk to you guys. So keep giving us that content. We love it. And we love talking. We do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see that changing. (laughs) But we will see you guys next week. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Come on back. Come on back now. You Come hear? on back. <laughs> She's not there. I couldn't not. I saw an opening. <laughs> but bye. Bye. <laughs>